Hey guys, welcome back to the Pearls and Perils. I'm your host, Peter Kate, and I'm back with another podcast. So today's Mr. and Mrs. series is all about the ugly truth about marriage. Now, I thought it was only fitting for me to cover today's topic in line with everything that's been going on and circulating on social media about entanglement, but this podcast is not about Jada and Will Smith. It's not our business. If they want to be entangled, let the people them be entangled. I don't know why people care so much. But I thought it would make sense for me to go through some of the key truths about marriage. Because I feel like when it comes to marriage, a lot of people have their opinions, their two cents, which quite often makes no sense. And sometimes it's people speaking on something that they've never lived. It just don't make sense. It's like me having an opinion about what it means to be a man, but I'm not a guy. How can I be speaking on something I've never lived or that I don't know? And I feel like that's how it is when it comes to marriage. So I'm gonna get into some key truths today. So be open, be ready, and let's go to the first one. Okay, first one, let's just clear up this myth, okay? Well, it's not a myth, but it's a truth. Love is not enough, okay? Let's all come to the fact that love is not enough to maintain a relationship. Now, is love important? Of course it is. Who wants to marry someone that they don't love? Okay, unless it's a case of a arranged marriage, which is a totally different story. But generally, everybody gets married to someone because they love that person, unless they're getting married, you know, for alternative reasons. <laughs> but we won't be getting into those reasons today. But generally, when people get married to someone, it's because they love them. Even in their vows, they say, I love you, I'm going to be faithful to you, I'm going to look after you, and all that amazing good stuff that we all want to hear. But the truth is, love is not enough to sustain a marriage. Love may be the reason why you got married, but it's not going to be enough to keep you together. And if it was, think with me, okay, if you disagree, let's reason together. If love was enough, no one would ever get divorced no one would ever get divorced because most people get married in love they love the person they care about the person they want to do everything to make that person happy but quite often later down the line whether a year 10 years 20 years sometimes even 30 40 50 years and i just think what's the point you've invested five decades into a marriage to only now get divorced it makes no sense but each to their own but as you can see it's not always just about love like i said love is so important it's very, very important. It makes loving that person a lot easier. But in terms of maintaining that relationship, love is not going to be enough. There's going to be other things and other factors that will come into play. Sometimes you look at certain couples and you think, for example, Will and Jada, this is the only time I'll use them as an example. But you look at them, you see pictures, you think, oh, wow, they're such a beautiful couple. But then when you hear the reality of what was happening in their marriage, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't think I want that. And it just shows it's not just about how the marriage looks on the outside or how beautiful the couple is together, how amazing their love looks. You know, you think, oh, love goals, relationship goals, marriage goals, all the goals in the world. But that's not enough. It shows that quite often what happens is after some time, if you're not investing in your marriage, listen, the butterflies gonna go. Regardless, butterflies will go. It's just emotion, it's just a part of the infatuation, the excitement that comes with getting to know someone. That period of time, that phase could last maybe two, three years. If you've never read the book, Five Love Languages, read that book. It's an amazing book. One of the best books I've ever read about relationships and marriage, I would totally recommend it. But there's something that it talks about, I can't remember the exact um, figures, but essentially what it explains is that 
at the beginning of the relationship, let's say the first two, three years, you have a phase of infatuation, you have a phase of the passion and the excitement and you see the person and your, your, your butterflies are all in your stomach, even in your ears, they're all over the place. But after a period of time, once you've gotten to know that person a bit better, once your love has matured, those feelings may not necessarily be there anymore. But that doesn't mean that you don't love the person anymore. That doesn't mean that you married the wrong person. No, it just means that you've matured in your way of loving. It's like if you have children. I'm sure you love your children, right? But there's going to be times when they will get on your nerves and, you know, you just want to get rid of them for a few days and just have some peace of mind. But that doesn't mean you don't love that person. It just means that sometimes the way you will show that love, sometimes the way you will quote-unquote feel that love will be different so I think when it comes to marriage a lot of people in their minds because we watch a lot of movies we see a lot of things on social media people posting their pictures with their partners and you just think oh wow so amazing so beautiful and especially if you're single sometimes seeing a lot of those things can kind of build up a certain idea in your mind but I know of course there's a lot of people that have a lot of negative ideas and fears and Um, insecurities when it comes to marriage a lot of people don't think you can genuinely be happy in a marriage and to think that is really sad and it just shows that you've seen a lot of bad examples I personally have seen a lot of bad examples when it comes to marriage and when it comes to what a happy and healthy relationship should look like but for me I never allowed that to stop me from my own happiness because sometimes what happens is people can project their own fears and their own ideas onto you like I'll never forget just before I got married someone said to me oh just always make sure you have your own money on the side and of course in theory that sounds like a great thing it doesn't sound bad but where did that idea come from it came from the fact that that person's marriage had not worked out and you know they were trying to protect me but in that protection quote unquote it was projecting their own fears and their own experience onto me now that kind of leads me to the next point which is true love is not a rom-com it is a documentary and why do i say that because rom-coms you see it is beautiful the guy meets the girl they meet on the subway they look at each other they they lock eyes and amazing they're in love they want to get married and that's it that's not reality okay it's not reality <laughs> Yeah, true love, like I said, is a documentary, okay? It's different. It's something you observe and it happens organically and naturally. It's not something that's scripted and perfect. True love is not perfect. It isn't. Now, when I say it's not perfect, that doesn't mean it's going to be unhealthy. That doesn't mean that it's going to be abusive. Because I think sometimes when people think, oh, you know, no one's perfect, so they accept certain forms of behavior, which is totally unacceptable. Abuse, cheating on you, you know, putting you down, you know, not respecting you. Those are things that for me personally, I would not accept in any relationship. I don't care who it is or how long we've been together. I'm not going to accept abuse, cheating, any of that stuff. Hell to the no. Okay. But that's me personally. There are people that, you know, they go through infidelity in their relationships and they choose to stay with the person. For me personally, I know that I just could not do that because it's just going to be very difficult to rebuild that trust. And I wouldn't want to be in a relationship where I constantly worried and anxious about what is he doing? Who is he with? I ain't got time for that. When my husband's, when my husband is out, I'm not there stalking him, you know, checking, oh, where are you? What time are you coming home? Listen, I'm doing my own thing too. You know, I'm not worried. There's that peace. There's that, you know, that safety. And do you know what? I'm not worried about what he's doing. 
do you know what I mean? Whereas a lot of people do not have that in their relationship. There's people that they don't even know their partner's um, password, but that's another story. But for me, it's like, I can so easily go on Theo's phone. I know his password, he knows mine. There's nothing to hide. All the time I'm taking his phone so that I can do stuff <laughs> or check our account or whatever it is. But there's that trust, there's that freedom in the relationship. There's nothing to hide. There's that transparency. But a lot of couples, they don't have that. But going back to the second point, I'm gonna recap as we go along so you don't forget. So first one was love is not enough. It takes more than love to sustain a marriage. The love can bring you to the altar, but love ain't gonna keep the marriage going, okay? You need to apply other principles as well. Second thing was true love is not a rom-com, it is a documentary. And going back to this point is the fact that, listen, everyone's marriage is different what works for couple a may not work for couple b what works for me may not work for my friends that is fine it's not their marriage we're all different we're marrying different people we're learning to adjust and to you know compromise so that we're both happy in the relationship so it's always going to be different not everyone's relationship is going to be the same and that's one thing you have to understand just because you may have family members or people you know that they've gotten married and they're not happy you can't then base your life on that and think oh yeah because this person wasn't happy i'm not going to be happy too no uh And oh, okay, no, that's not true. If you go into your marriage and you copy the negative things you've seen in other people's relationship, then of course you're gonna get the same negative result. But you have to understand that your marriage is different and that there may be certain things that you may do that works for you that may not necessarily work in someone else's marriage. But of course, the key things like communication, that is the same in every marriage. Communication is so super, super important. And if you don't have that, it can create a lot of issues that you don't wanna be having. My third point, my third truth is, like any living organism if it stops being nourished it will die this could not be any more true for marriage if you stop nourishing your marriage if you stop feeding it investing it you know and what do i mean by investing it spending time with your partner getting to know them understanding what they like knowing the things that you do that gets on their nerves okay this is one thing that i asked my husband yesterday what do I do that irritates you? Because obviously I wanted to share my one as well. <laughs> so you got to first, you know, receive and then you give your own opinion. But my point is, it's very key for you to invest. If you stop investing in your marriage, it's going to die. Like if you decided to go on a hunger strike until the end of 2021, what is going to happen to you? You're not going to make it into 2021. Because if you stop feeding your body, if you stop getting the nourishment and the nutrients and the vitamins and minerals that your body needs to function, if you stop hydrating yourself, you're going to die. And it's the same with your marriage. If you stop investing in it, if you stop, you know, treating your partner better, One thing I'll say, you need to treat your husband or wife better than you did when you were dating. Don't be treating them any less, but you need to treat them better. You need to see them as your boyfriend or girlfriend forever. Never stop seeing them in that light because what can happen is you start to get comfortable. You start speaking to them anyhow. You start walking around the house looking a hot mess all the time. There's no, you know, spicing yourself up. There's no looking good for your partner anymore. It's just like, yeah, I caught you now. So it is what it is. I'm just gonna let myself go you know yeah you know of course this quarantine has not been good for some people because they've been at home the snacks have been there the temptations have been there most of us have not been exercising regularly 
And the problem is, what can happen is the weight starts to pile on. Weight is easy to come on for most of us and it's hard to take off, right? <laughs> and then what can happen in this quarantine, in these four months that you've been at home, it, you could just so easily gain two stone plus, even more if you're not careful. And then what can happen, let's say for example, your partner then says something like, oh babe, you know, um, you're, you're, you've gained a bit of weight or what normally happens is, Especially if it's the woman that receives this comment, the defense comes on and you're ready. What? So you're calling me fat? Is that what you're trying to say? But it's like, they're just trying to say to you that, you know what, I love you, but you're starting to just not take care of yourself. Do you know what I mean? And it's not, when it comes to weight, it's not always about the way you look. It's your health as well. Let's be honest. There are health issues that come with being overweight. We all know that. Let's not lie now. Do you know what I mean? So it's important for you to be able to receive comments like that. And actually act on it because you're one you're doing it for yourself for your own health your own benefit and if you think about it this way how you treat your own health will affect your partner because if you get sick who's gonna be looking after you well who should be looking after you your partner right so of course prevention is always better than cure so that's one thing that I'll definitely say is that investing in yourself okay yes you may have looked cute but it's not even just about the physical aspect of it is also the the friendship the intimacy side of your marriage keeping that going don't stop making your your partner your best friend you need to invest have moments together where you're not just watching tv or watching a movie or playing games but you're talking talk to them you know um have jokes find out what do they like because even if you've been married to someone for 30 years there's still going to be things about them that you don't know so never stop getting to know them never stop you know um seeing the things that you can change to be better not i'm not just saying you should change for them but changing to make your marriage your relationship better and also of course above all to make yourself a better person very very key and then in terms of this point as well before i move on to the next one it's like if you stop investing and nourishing your marriage you're gonna find that one day you're gonna wake up and you're just gonna be roommates you're just gonna be people that are paying the bills together maybe even sleep in the same room the same bed but that's about it you're gonna stop being husband and wife and just becoming roommates or friends or friends with benefits and i'm sure nobody goes into marriage wanting that but it happens very very often unfortunately um the next point is marriage takes work okay it kind of links on to the investing in your marriage but you have to understand that marriage takes work like anything else in life you have to invest you have to work you have to do certain things in order to get the result that you want it is even more true for marriage okay sometimes it takes hard work sometimes it's not hard work it's light work right but sometimes it takes hard work this is why it's very important for you to make intentional investments to make your marriage healthy and the best it can be for me the way i see my marriage is we're on our own island okay i don't care what this person's doing what this person's saying about marriage what their opinion is that's their business okay when i got married to my husband i married him i did not marry anyone else's opinion and for me i am aware that if i stop investing in my marriage it's not going to be happy i'm not going to be happy in it and it's not going to be a healthy relationship so in order for me to keep that i have to constantly invest i have to be very intentional with how i do certain things in my marriage because if i stop doing that and i just do it anyhow oh yeah this is how i am he gonna have to accept it he married me no 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 darling that's not how it works 
<laughs> you're gonna find you're gonna have unnecessary problems which you don't need to be having so remember that you need to make intentional investment whether that's in the way you look after yourself complimenting your partner finding out what is their love language what makes your partner feel loved what makes them feel happy what upsets them what irritates them what triggers them in a negative way knowing these things are so key and also knowing the right time to speak about certain conversations things like money especially if it's a lack of it or you know maybe you want to challenge some purchases you saw <laughs> it's all about knowing when is the right time to speak about those things and also importantly how you say it quite often it's not what we say but how we say it that can go from having a very light-hearted conversation to then having a big blow-up argument which you don't want to be having um and the next truth that i want to get into which is so 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 important many marriages have failed because of a lack of this thing okay and it is marriage requires you not marriage requires you in order for you to have a healthy and happy marriage you need to be humble okay you need to be humble because there's a lot of people they're proud when it comes to their mistakes they don't want to apologize they don't want to take accountability for their actions they want to play the victim and listen when it comes to marriage there ain't no time to be immature there's no time to be petty because if you're petty what are you going to get you're going to get pettiness back you're not going to get the marriage you want instead of having a um, mature relationship you're going to be having one of them primary school relationships (laughs) where it's like i'm not your friend and listen ain't nobody want that nobody wants unnecessary headache but if you're someone who's proud you don't like to admit when you're wrong you always think that you're right don't get married please just stay single don't even enter a relationship with anyone because if that's the case whenever you do things that upset your partner you're never going to take any accountability for it or even if you do say sorry it will be very obvious that you don't even mean it and the greatest way to show that you're truly sorry is change behavior you can keep saying sorry all the time buying gifts you know making that person's favorite food to just sweet them up and get them all nicey nicey but if you're not showing change behavior it shows that your words mean nothing so it's very important for you to be someone that's humble whether you're a woman or a man because a lot of men when it comes to apologizing they are proud listen it doesn't matter who you are you need to be someone that is humble to accept criticism of course criticism that's constructive and in love but that's willing to accept that you know there are going to be things you may do that may not be right that your partner because they are a partner because they love you they're going to present to you like oh babe you know when you said this or when you did that it hurt my feelings whenever you have conversations like that don't make it all about you oh but i only did it because you did that like no 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 we're trying to have a you know a really decent mature conversation if your boss let me give you this one if your boss okay ceo of your company came to you to tell you that okay um i really appreciate all the great that work that you've been doing but something that i've noticed is that sometimes you just lack detail in your work i'm sure if they said that to you you would have then clapped back to be saying oh well listen i like detailing my work because you guys ain't paying me enough money and the bonus i thought was going to be getting i didn't get i'm sure you wouldn't speak to your boss like that you wouldn't clap back at them ready to fight them neck wagging left and right (laughs) you wouldn't do it but why do you do that when it comes to your partner when it comes to the person that vowed to love and to look after you why do we not give them the same respect if not more than strangers because sometimes that's what happens sometimes people treat strangers then they do their own married spouse like 
who does that why and this is when you know the marriage and the relationship starts to deteriorate what i'm saying for marriage is the same for any other kind of relationship even friendships as well if you don't invest in your friendships it ain't gonna work out the person's gonna get tired of you never contacting them and them always being the one that's chasing after you it gets tiring it gets to a point where you're like you know what can't be bothered anymore do you know what i mean okay so moving on to the next point guys i did want this to be 20 minutes but you know what it is what it is okay so yeah like i was saying marriage requires humbleness a successful marriage let's put it that way because some people have a marriage they've been together for long but it ain't successful and it's not happy okay so yeah it requires you to be humble it requires you to be vulnerable and i'm saying this one out here for all the husbands out there okay it requires you to be human if you're upset about something, don't pretend, oh, I'm a man, you know what I mean? Oh, nothing faces me. Listen, if you're upset about something, you tell your woman that you're upset. Of course, in a respectful way, but it's okay to be vulnerable. You're human. Listen, even Jesus wept. So who are you thinking that you got no feelings? No, okay? We need to remove this idea that men have no feelings and it makes them less of a man if they show that, you know, they're upset about something. No, stop it. This is why the suicide rate amongst men is what it is because men feel like they can't be open about their feelings. And when they are, sometimes us women, we receive it in a, oh, he's a waste man. Oh, he's so soft. No, he's human. He's human, sis, okay? Anyway. And we have to be willing to listen and accept constructive criticism. So in essence, it requires sacrifice and problem solving to come to a conclusion when issues arise. And asking those awkward questions and those tough questions, speaking about things like intimacy. If there's something that you're not liking, you speak to your husband or wife about it. You know what I mean? Um, just being open with things that really matter. There's no point in you hiding and keeping something that's bothering you because if you do that, it's gonna fester, it's going to get worse and eventually it's gonna be a maggot to destroy and chew away at your marriage, okay? So, very important, speak be humble be vulnerable be open to receiving you know maybe feedback that's not pleasant to your ears but it's going to be pleasant to your marriage if you take it on board so yeah it's very very important and problem solving like i said this is a key part of marriage you're navigating through life as two very different people different backgrounds you know different ideas seeing the world through different lenses and it's like there are going to be times where problems will arise a problem doesn't need to mean you having silent treatment and not speaking for a week like no it doesn't it's about you guys coming together being mature and talking about okay babe this has happened what are we gonna do about it what's your suggestion and being open to listen to what that person has to say because sometimes people ask oh what do you think but really as soon as the last word entered their mouth left their mouth think they're already switched off they're not even listening because they're already planning to share their idea so genuinely ask to actually listen and actually understand what that person is saying don't just ask things for the sake of it but really be open to listen and to understand what they have to say okay and if you're someone that you're not a good problem solver that will trickle into your relationship as well so always try if you're single this is one thing that i'll say to you when problems arise in your family in your friendships in general one thing that you should always do is deal with it in a rational way and i'll tell you why that's important because if you're someone that when you have problems with your friendships or people at work or colleagues or family members in general you just run away from confrontation you run away from dealing with the issue at hand if you're that runner 
you're gonna take that running into your relationship and you're gonna run into problems, okay? So it's very important for you to be a problem solver. If there's an issue, you are willing to speak about it. Of course, no one likes to have those uncomfortable conversations, but it's important, it's key, it needs to be done, okay? All right, so we're gonna move on. I've just got two more points and then I'm gonna wrap up the podcast for today. The next one is, every successful marriage is intentional it's not about going with the flow it requires you using your head over your heart especially in moments of conflict and this is so important there's a lot of people they just think that you know their marriage is just going to run off love it's just going to run off you know the time that they've been together like no never relax never start thinking that oh well we've been together for 20 years no you've got to in be intentional with how you navigate through your marriage with how you deal with conflicts with how you speak to your partner you need to be the kind like you need to understand this okay there are people out there that they will not respect the ring they don't care they will not respect the fact that you're married they will not respect the fact that you have someone you've been together with this person for x amount of time there are people out there that have preferences yeah they're crazy for people that are in a relationship and these kind of people they want respect to the fact that you're married you have kids or whatever the case may be and there are predators okay there are marriage home wrecking predators that's what i will call them people that they will see that you're married and they think oh that's a good man that's a good woman right there and they will still try to make a move on your partner and if you've not been intentional with your marriage what's going to happen the temptation will come and someone is more likely to drop drop to drop to fall into temptation and yeah guys i'm not editing this out because like i always say we keeping it real on the pearls and perils but yeah so if um you haven't been intentional with your marriage you've just been treating your partner any type of way it's so much easier for them to fall into temptation but if you know that you've been investing you've been complimenting your partner not just complimenting them but loving them in the way that they receive and feel loved when that temptation comes it's going to be much easier for them to run away from it for them to be like no i am married then if they're already going through something with you you haven't spoken in one week you know every time you see him or her all you do is roll your eyes at them it's a very toxic environment in your household now i'm not excusing cheating because i do not agree with cheating at all i don't care how bad the marriage was cheating is unacceptable in my opinion but my point is it's so much easier for someone to resist that temptation when things are good at home than when everything is a mess you know there's no communication there's no love the friendship has dried up we're now on the level of um, roommates it's going to be much easier to fall into temptation so like i said be intentional with your marriage pray if you're someone that doesn't believe in god okay fair enough that's your belief but if you believe in god okay even if you don't i challenge you to pray pray for your relationship pray for your marriage pray for your partner you will not understand just how powerful the power of prayer just how powerful the power of words is speak life into your partner don't always be nitpicking and saying oh i don't like when you do this there's sometimes there's things that i see my husband that gets on my nerves like when he leaves plates around a place you know i can say this openly because i've already spoken to him about it (laughs) and he's changing but I have to understand that it's not everything that I see or for him as well it's not everything that he sees that he doesn't like about me or that gets on his nerves but him to always be nitpicking oh you did this I don't like that you know there's a time and a place and a way of speaking about certain things especially if it's something that's not necessarily positive 
there is a way of going about it so you have to be intentional with uplifting your partner with gassing them up with being their biggest fan you need to be the one that they can come to to tell you they're good they're bad they're ugly because if you're not the one that they can come to to tell the good bad and the ugly they're gonna have someone else to go tell the good bad and the ugly which you don't want you need to be their best friend and that comes for you making a genuine investment in the marriage it's not just because oh yeah we're married so we're automatically best friends let's not lie to ourselves no it comes from that intentional investment in speaking getting to know not just asking questions but observing you know taking time to understand why they do what they do and why they think what they think and coming on to the last point and i'm gonna wrap up this podcast i hope you guys have enjoyed this so far share your opinions with me um if you're not following me on social media make sure you follow me on instagram it's pkg underscore 995 but i will put it in the description box so anyway so last point of the day is There are moments, one thing you need to understand, last truth of today. There are moments in your marriage when you need to feel, but there are moments when you need to think. Of course, when you're together with your partner, you know, you're watching a movie, that ain't time for you to think. You need to feel, enjoy, you know, enjoy your time with that person, love on them, lovely, amen, great. But there are moments when you need to think, especially when it comes to problem solving, especially when it comes to moments that you disagree on certain things, especially when you're going through a hard patch and maybe financially things are not going great or with your children, they're acting up, they get into those teenage years, they're getting rebellious or maybe you have a sick child or there's health issues in one of your um, lives at the moment, then it's really important in those moments for you to think be rational when it comes to problem solving when it comes to moments that you don't necessarily agree on certain things when it comes to making important decisions about your life your marriage you need to think rationally in those moments those aren't moments you need to be feeling and using your heart no when it comes to um, enjoying each other's time leisure all that good stuff that's when you be free with your feelings but when it comes to rational life-changing decision making this is it I'll wrap it up with this. When it comes to decision making, there's no room for emotion. There's no room for feelings. There's no room for I think. There's no room for all oh, the vibe I'm getting. No, 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 no. No room for any of that stuff, okay? When it comes to making important, significant, even in the smallest decisions, there has to be rationale in that. It can't just be feelings. But of course, like I said, there are moments when you need to feel. When you're having time together, feel, enjoy the moment, love on that person. But when it's time to deal with problems and decision making, that's when you need to think. That's when you need to use your brain. And it's very important for you to be able to distinguish between the two and knowing what to do at the right time in the right way. So guys, I really hope that you enjoyed these seven truths that I've given you today about marriage. And like I say, listen, I am an advocate for marriage. Marriage can be happy and it can be healthy. Don't let nobody tell you different because it ain't true. If the marriage was not bad, that's theirs, not yours. It all depends how you go into marriage, the mentality that you have and the willingness that you have to sacrifice, to invest in your marriage, to keep yourself looking cute for your partner and also to just continually invest in yourself and in your partner your marriage is going to be a reflection of the investments you have made if you have not invested in your marriage if you think of it like a business 
if you stop investing in your business, if you stop running your business in an efficient way, your business is going to go bankrupt. If you're not keeping track of that cash flow, you're going to find you don't have enough money to pay your creditors. And it's the same. If you stop keeping track of the cash flow of love, the love flow <laughs> in your marriage, you're going to go bankrupt and nobody wants that. So guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's segment of the Mr. and Mrs. series. I'm going to be back with you guys next week, Thursday. Have a great day and don't forget guys to share this podcast. Let me know your feedback. If you're listening on SoundCloud, drop me a comment. Let me know what you thought of the podcast. If you're listening on Spotify and you're not really following my channel, follow, follow, follow. Um, You can always just drop me a DM on Insta. Let me know what you thought of this podcast. Give me your feedback. I want to know how did you find it? Did you find it helpful? And what other topics would you like me to cover in the Mr. Business series? Um, So yeah, let me know. If you have none of those platforms (laughs) and you're just listening in the sky, drop me an email at thepowersandperils at gmail.com. Have a great day, guys. I'll be back with you guys next week, Thursday. Take care and goodbye.